Hello, welcome to the Awakened Podcast. I am Francis Hufamadu. What is up, everyone? It's Tracy, and we are here to share our journey to hopefully guide you, motivate you, and inspire you through yours. How are you doing today, Francis? How's your week going? Doing well. Week has been solid. It has been solid because I started a new routine of doing cardio, uh, recently started an- another routine of writing out the list and sticking to the list. And when a bad negative thing happened in my life, I am I'm feeling better afterwards. It, you know, I had the day to feel it, but sticking to the the script and sticking to the routine really helped me through that process. And now I feel like it it barely even happens. You know, it's just on to the next. It's on to the next type of clientele that I need. And you know, the world is bigger than one issue. the The business is bigger than one issue. So now I'm at a place where, you know, the the game keeps going. the The ball keeps rolling. So. It's been yeah. solid. It's been solid being able to implement new things that can help when bad things happen. So yes, yeah. Awesome. What about you? How you been? It's good. I want to go back to what you said. I'm sorry before I give my update. I really like okay. that mindset that you have of just like this bad thing happened, but I know what I need to do to make myself feel better, and I'm keeping it pushing. I think that right. is like so key along this journey of recognizing that shitty shit is going to happen, but. We're going to give ourselves grace. We're going to give ourselves forgiveness and we're going to keep moving instead of letting ourselves dwell on that shit right. and just like right. bully ourselves. So I love that. I not, not love that, you know, we might have had a little hiccup, but I'm glad you were able to keep it pushing and you're able yeah. to keep a positive I mean, mindset towards yourself. When you watch a lot of anime, you see that hiccups are going to happen, but the okay. hero never stops. The hero still gets to the freaking end of the show. Okay. We love the metaphors. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's been it's been solid, and uh, I'm I'm getting a lot better with taking lumps and and just you know rolling with them because you know those things heal and you get better from it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, honestly, same thing as you. Had a little hiccup this week. Of course, I was moving, and I'm a new office. Yes, not decorated yet. But we'll get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever we moved in, day up found out that our apartment does not come with AC. Um, <laughs> mm. So mm. that was a beautiful hiccup. But, um, you know, same thing as you it took a little minute to kind of like, really let it sink in and validate like this sucks. Like, I should have done this. I could have done this differently. But then just like picking myself up and being like, okay, you know what you need to do to get through this. So let's just do it. And let's move on and just keep it pushing like I'm not gonna let this you know ruin the experience of moving just because of this one thing that didn't meet my expectations right so same thing but I'm loving it love like our new apartment so much more space it's like central LA we live like 12 minutes to this like beautiful beach next to Marina Del Rey that's like not Mm -hmm. Marina Del Rey so it's like really kind of private it's it's more like for locals and it's nice too, because you can tell the people who are there are people who like, like this is their normal bike trail. This is their normal running trail. So it it feels a little bit more local, you know? That's yeah, all. no, that's like kind of like me too. Like I live real, right? Like really close to a CC's and I like to go there to just chill out and be. Bro, I <laughs> love <just> CC's. <laughs> You said totally I'm like, damn, I haven't had uh, I haven't seen you. No, me neither, but it, I was just trying to fuck around because <laughs> we ain't got shit in Texas. <laughs> I ain't okay. close to nothing. 
That's so yeah. funny. It's been really good though. I actually though did join the 6 a.m. club this week, which is like mm. very new for me. We had talked like a couple weeks ago about, you know, it's not so much the discipline in the morning, it's discipline in the evening. And, yeah. you know, because of the heat, I'm like, shit, okay, I'm going to bed. I got to sleep through this heat. So it's been a yeah. lot easier to wake up and get myself to go to the gym. And I've been trying to go to that beach in the morning for like a little morning beach walk. And it's yeah. been so amazing. It's been That's so funny. much more like motivating and of course like if you're part of that early morning club like you just know the different kind of energy and accomplishment and, and productivity you have throughout the day I forgot world, about it so the world is legitimately quiet yes yeah exactly yeah and it's just like so much more like serene for yourself like starting out the morning with it being quiet and it being peaceful it's kind of mm -hmm. easier to like keep that flow throughout the day versus like waking up I need to do this I need to do this right yeah I think it's just like for me a little bit easier to keep my nervous system regulated when I'm waking up not feeling like I already got to go 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 right so yeah with with that just the serene part I've been able to wake up early as well while by spending 30 minutes just laying down in bed, you know, just I want to wake up. I'm intentionally telling myself, don't fall back asleep. I have some uh, hot water, which I love to drink in the mornings throughout the day. Just mm -hmm. I'll take chugs, you know, and that starts waking me up more and more. Mm -hmm. And that has been absolutely great. Just I don't have to start my day at 450. You know, I just need to not go to sleep and get to it eventually. Right. But right. yeah, that that 30 minutes of just quiet darkness just in bed has really helped me wake up and I avoid taking caffeine for a couple of hours, which is ideal. Mm -hmm. Once I take the caffeine after my workout, after showering and everything, I can have a burst of energy to do the more productive stuff I need to do. So yes. And then yeah. you're like, I've already been up for like four or five hours. Like it just feels so much more yeah. like motivating than like, I, mean, oh, I just woke up. I'm already like feeling behind on my shit. I mean, come 12 o'clock, I'm like, yo, I've been, I've been at it for seven, eight hours. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that, that was a whole work day. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm yeah. And now I can take a nap knowing I did my shit. Yes. Something that's always also been helping me in the morning. So like, I am a person who struggles with like reaching for my phone in the morning. Uh, and something I actually have been doing that I stole from somebody else, Michaela J. Um, so I made like a Pinterest board, like an inspirational Pinterest board. So there's like, I pretty much basically like a vision board on Pinterest. Yeah. So like yeah. all my self-care goals that I want to do, like pictures of the gym, like body goals of like girls. And so in the morning when I like want to reach on TikTok or like I want to reach for Instagram, I just go to that kind of like vision board and scroll through it. And it gives me, oops, it gives me so much more like motivation I'm like damn look at this bitch's back damn look at this bitch's glutes like <laughs> let me get up and get that you know versus yeah. getting stuck on Instagram stuck on TikTok so that has yeah. been really helpful and too like if you have Pinterest if you know Pinterest like it is something you can sit and scroll on but it's not as easy to get like locked in okay yeah it's not yeah. It's, it's very specific yes you exactly. get tired of it a little yeah. like I'm on Pinterest but I only look at like cool anime pictures and artwork and stuff like that so yeah. I feel you on that. I um, I just try to avoid screens. Period. When I wake up, because yeah. apparently that kind of that can hinder your 
your brain or something like your that? Your subconscious. Yeah, your subconscious is the most open whenever you yeah. wake up. So whenever so, you're consuming those first couple of minutes, that's right, right, right. that subconscious. But so I, I like I that try, idea. That's why I try to, because, you know, of course, like, hard to quit anything cold turkey. So I think having mm -hmm. that transition has been helpful for me of like, okay, I want to reach my phone, but let me grab something, something that if it's productive. getting locked into my brain, it's helping me, it's encouraging me, it's inspiring me. No, so. that's that's a good idea. I think that's really solid to to consider, you know, really let me absorb the things I want to absorb for my yes. vision. Yeah. Know, so. Yes, no, yes, that yes. makes sense. That makes sense. Exactly. And like I read somewhere that, you know, like um the first like hits of dopamine that you get at the first part of your day is the same dopamine you're going to crave throughout your day. So if your mm -hmm. first bit dopamine is technology, anytime that you're feeling burned out of work, tired of work, want to take a break, that's going to be the first thing that you want to reach to is that same exact dopamine. So I thought that was interesting too. So same thing, even like throughout my day, like if I find myself like wanting to grab my phone, I try to hit my Pinterest instead of my TikTok or my Instagram. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Because my dopamine hit goes straight to Instagram. <laughs> exactly, no right? Way. Our brains are just like so conditioned to that like artificial dopamine, especially yeah. in the morning. And especially when we're feeling like that resistance and that procrastination, like the first thing our brain wants to do is just distract us from that. And I think our phones are the easiest thing to grab and get yeah. us sucked luckily, into something that is hard to get out of. Yeah, luckily I don't. I don't play with my phone at all, really, until I work out. <laughs> okay, so we're really, really excited about this episode today. Um, I think that it's going to hit for a lot of people, especially if you were in your late 20s, early 30s, because of the world of social media. I think that people, it's harder for people to make relationships and friendships, mm -hmm. friendships specifically. And it's, I think, because friendships are so scarce nowadays it can be really easy for people to settle and stay in friendships that don't serve them right so we want to talk a little bit today about maybe some red and green flags in friendships so maybe giving you some reassurance and validated that to recognize when you have some solid ones and maybe some um, just some food for thought of maybe some relationships that aren't serving you anymore for some reasons. We're not saying cut them off, but maybe you start distancing yourself and seeing what it feels like. <laughs> hey, see what that feels like. <laughs> I like it. Do we want to start with red or green? Let's do red. Let's do red. Let's do red. Okay. So I feel like, like the biggest, biggest red flag for me when it comes to like friendships, and this is something that has happened to me a few times over the past like couple years is like when, that one's a little too deep. Let me start a little bit lighter. Let's talk about maybe the friend that gets stuck in complaining mode or a friend that is just you know kind of like lower vibration when you guys are out because right. they tend to find the negatives or tend to find something to complain about in every situation tell me do you have have you experienced that before yeah I think um I've gone to a point where I don't even see it as complaining I almost see it as them never looking at themselves as being the problem mm. so mm -hmm. 
after I got rid of my victimism and just was like, no, this is on me. This is, you know, mm -hmm. I started noticing how many people don't think like that. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, for example, I had a, a, a friend come at me when I told him about like chilling out on vaping, right? Mm -hmm. I gave him a vape one time. And this isn't the first time he'd done something like this, but I gave him a vape one time. Um, he was still doing it. And all I said was, yeah, man, I feel you. Like, just try to take a break when you can, because it, it can be like heavy on you. And he was like, this is your fault that I'm actually smoking. You gave it to me. I was like, oh, you lame for that, bro. Right. He's also done that oftentimes. And I just think to myself, oh, you're not a person who can look themselves in the mirror and say, this is my issue. This is my problem. Yes. And and uh that's that's where i notice it it's you can just tell when people aren't taking accountability for how they feel they want to blame every external factor in the world in order for them to feel better but yes. it's nuts you're the you, it's on you it's yes it's your fault yes yeah. accountability yes 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 and this is kind of aside from like the complainer when it comes to accountability but if you recognize that a friend is complaining or not taking accountability in situations that don't have to do with you, I 100% of the time assume that if we get into a conflict or we get in a situation where we don't agree, you are not going to take accountability and you are not right. going to be able to pick the part and take responsibility for the piece that you had to play in the problem. Because one thing about me, if we get into a disagreement, if we get into an argument, I will always find a way and a reason to apologize, especially if I made somebody feel any type of way, because that's mm -hmm. never my intentions with my friends. So if I'm willing to step up and say, hey, look, this is what I could have done differently. I apologize, I made you feel this way. This is what I can do in the future. And you're like, okay, great. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. What? <laughs> Do you have more I to add? <laughs> <laughs> and no. it's not to say like everybody needs to apologize every time. There truly are situations where like one person does need to take all of the accountability and responsibility, but like that's not very often right. in friendships. Like a lot of the times when you are in conflict, there were two parts to play in the situation. So right. If I'm willing to take the accountability, if I'm willing to say I could have done this differently, I like expect or really, I don't even want to say expect, but that's a standard that I have that you're willing to see your part in the situation and, and do what you need to do so that that doesn't happen again in our friendship. Right. Yeah. I, I would say if I did ever turn up on a friend, it would be because they did something, mm -hmm. um, because I'm very open with my mistakes. I'm not one to think, I'm not one to overlook how I could have been different. Mm -hmm. I would say the the main thing I would ever have to apologize for is my approach, but that's something I'm trying to fix even before any argument or discussion happens. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's definitely, I think it's it's very important for all of us to be able to look from within and just understand what really happens at a grand scheme of things from the outside. Yeah. Uh, looking in and it's just it's very important to be around people that are able to do that mm -hmm. because it almost it almost seems supernatural when you're a person that can do that and you're discussing or in a, a circle with someone that can't you know it's almost mm -hmm. like it's very uncomfortable because yes yeah like, yo do you do you really just blame everyone for everything at this point or do you, you don't think you did anything wrong here Matthew? yeah like, got it 
you're complaining without do you really think there's not a solution to how you're feeling right now yes yeah like, don't feel this way or like right. maybe you stop doing the certain thing that you're complaining about um, to get a different outcome right yeah, you know and I mean? with that like the complainer not only just like within the relationship but like if you're out somewhere and like you guys are all having a good time and there's that one friend that's like oh my gosh we have to park so far oh my gosh this line is so long oh my gosh it's so yeah. loud in here it's so crowded it's like damn bitch like <laughs> you know what i wasn't having fun today <laughs> you're right exactly yes yeah. and so i think and that's just part of people's personalities right so like at, at, to some extent you have to recognize is this person like struggling with taking accountability and they just don't know that they can see life in a different perspective or is this just this person's personality and I have to recognize what is my tolerance levels to that with complaining personally me my tolerance level is very very slim and very so what do you say very slim. Very, very slim. slim yes and so when I'm with people like that it I know that it it, I don't try to let it, but like naturally I'm a person who's like, well, let's see it this way. Well, let's see it this way. What, it, like, that's not our responsibility. And the um, night out is to help is to spend my energy and effort trying to bring your experience to here when my experience could be up here. Like I'm right. not trying to meet you where you're at when it comes to engaging and complaining, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, it also kind of comes off like, yo, have you been given everything in your entire life? like for you to be complaining has everything just gone perfect because yes, right. i didn't live like that so yeah. i'm pretty fucking chill right now yeah you have yeah. to walk right now but we're going to get there because mm -hmm. we have legs mm -hmm. uh, we we can walk <laughs> we have this ability so it's yeah I, I feel you on that uh just having those minor complaints and just bringing the energy down is yeah yeah so I like that you brought up not being able to take accountability too. I think that is yeah. so important. I so think they important. correlate. I think they really correlate because yes. you complaining about X, Y, Z definitely doesn't stem from your moment right then and there. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to complain about something that's so minor and minute, it, it has to be deeper than that. Like, mm -hmm. not, yes. Accountability for yeah. a lot of other things for you to be complaining about this right now yeah or it's like you don't and it's almost like that's even harder to be friends with because then it's like nothing you do or say can shift their their perspective and nothing right. you do or say is going to make them see the positives and it's like that is just fucking draining like uh, so draining I think it would be refreshing if someone complained and at the end said I'm sorry I know I'm I'm fucking completed. I don't mean to. It's just I'm working on it. You know, then yeah. you'd be like, all right, cool. I mean, we we know you got to vent. We know you got to get it out there. Exactly. Everybody has their moments. That's what I mean. Like, is it like the situation? Is it just like what it is right now? Or is this part of this person? Like, this is who this person is. Like, this right. is just their personality. Because I've had so many situations where I and other friends, like, you know, where like, just not in a good mood maybe things haven't been going right stuck in kind of like that just low vibrational and then it's like okay you know what this isn't fun this isn't serving me so let me just like shit might still suck but like let me just try to make the best of it and I think right, that's right. like the friends that I've had like the most fun with like the most like 
like met like the best memories is like even when shit went super sideways and we were still able to have so much fun because then we're able to laugh about the shit that went sideways you know because it was still a good experience versus like with the complainer like you're gonna look back at that experience and be like oh my god that was like awful versus like oh my god that was fucking awful but we made the best of it two completely different type of friends right there absolutely so when those uh people arise how do you kind of find yourself navigating out of that just for a, a tip to see the best ways to navigate for people that are in that situation right now for people that are going to be in that situation in the future what would yeah. you say the best way to navigate that is that's a good question I feel like for me I stopped matching people's energy and I started trying to influence the energy so even if this person is stuck in complaining, like, I'm going to continue to point out the positives, not in like an annoying, like toxic positivity type of way, you know, but I'm just not going to engage with it. Like, if you want to sit there and complain, that's cool. I'm going to sip on my drink or, you know, I'm going to go do Mm. whatever, you know, while, while you want to complain, I'm just not going to engage in that energy. That just is what it is for me. Like I said, it's draining for me and it's not my responsibility, but you do you, I'm not going to make you uncomfortable trying to force you to see the positives i'm just going to make sure that i'm comfortable in the situation i like that i think um separating from it and just Mm -hmm. saying look you can keep complaining i'm gonna have me a good time exactly do what you want with that but i'm gonna go get mine so i feel i like that i like that a lot because i think i found myself you know trying to cater to it almost you know it's Mm -hmm. i mean i've had i've had instances where I think it was more of a relationship thing when it was happening. And I was just like, oh, you know, trying to cater to it. But I think it'd be better to lead the charge opposed to trying to fix your your feelings. Yeah. You know? So I like that a lot. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another red flag, which I, I was talking about before that I'll go back to is like just a little bit deeper in the sense of like, how I was saying like the complainer that might be part of their personality. This is something that is definitely part of people's personality that I feel like um, you have to be really aware of, especially in friendships with them, but the people, the people pleasers. And I know that this is a huge struggle in our society today and it's becoming like more and more acknowledged. And so people are trying to, um, to improve their people pleasing tendencies, but I have noticed how this can come out as a red flag in friendship is this person doesn't know how to set boundaries with you. So I might be doing something that is making you really upset and is pushing you to the point of cutting off our relationship, but you don't have the skills or you don't have the confidence to set to let me know and set those boundaries. So I don't know what I'm doing is annoying you or you know making you feel disrespected and so people who can't communicate those things I feel like that people who can't communicate recognize and communicate their boundaries I think is a huge red flag in friendships absolutely I think um I've been on both sides of that as well uh but it's very important to know where you stand uh and it's also important if you are that person to know what's going on because uh, we we discussed this, I think, earlier. I was doing nice things because I wanted to be nice. But then all of a sudden, I was finding out I wanted to get the same vibes from people in return, and it wasn't happening. So now, you know, I'm getting upset about all these things. 
And, you know, I turn over a new leaf realizing I'm the reason I'm upset. So why am I upset? And you just kind of look at yourself in the mirror and say, oh, am I doing nice things because I want people to be nice to me? Am I doing too much for the wrong reasons? Exactly. So I got to a point where I was able to be in a place and know, look, I want to be nice. Whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get this energy back though. Mm-hmm. You know, today may not be by you, but somebody gonna be nice to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Karma's gonna, gonna come come get me sometime, someplace. Right. Exactly. So no, I feel you on that. And um, as far as indicating that, you know, how how have you experienced it? And and do you know people um that are out of your life or in your life now that have kind of been a part of that? Yeah. Um, I, same thing as you, I've, I've been on both end, uh, both ends of it. And I feel like for me, when I recognize that I'm the one not setting my boundaries and I'm the one communicate, not communicating my feelings is when I start to get exactly what you're saying, like that tit for tap mindset mm-hmm. of like, I went and bought her drinks and she still hasn't gotten me that drink yet. Or yeah. I went and helped her do that thing and took those pictures and like, you can't help me. When I start to recognize that tit for tat, I'm recognizing, well, have I communicated that to her? Have I really said like, hey, I did this thing and I would really love the favor in return. And it's not yeah. anything like I'm expecting it in a conditional way. It's just like, you know, I feel like I'm giving, 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 not getting things back. But have I communicated that? And nine right. times out of 10, no, I haven't communicated it. Or I have, but maybe in like a joking way that wasn't taken seriously. And now it's time to like, let me actually communicate this to this person and then going, seeing how that conversation goes. But I've also been on the other side of it, when like I had a really, really good friend that we still don't speak to this day, like completely cut me off over something that I thought was really, really silly, which I think it is, it like is really silly thinking about it, but clearly thinking back, I'm like, you know, maybe she was hurt about this. Well, this was kind of a similar situation that happened before. And, you know, I, I probably could have been more self-aware here, but it seems like the thing that she cut me off for was like the tip of the iceberg of a lot of things Mm -hmm. that maybe I had done to upset her in the past that I just didn't know was within her expectations of the relationship and expectations of me. Yeah. So that's been really hard because I'm always the type of person I'll always apologize. My intentions are never to upset my friends. And so like, I'm the type of person I'm like, just come talk to me. Like I'm trying to be so understanding. I like might get a little, you know, like, distant while I'm trying to think and process and and make sure that the expectations that you're communicating I can actually meet so I'm not setting us both up for failure here but at the end of the day like I always want to know if there's a way that I can be a better friend to someone especially if it's somebody that I really care about right I always think uh, I, I can't remember when I adopted this but I always told myself or I started telling myself it's easier to heal from the truth than it is from a lie. So mm. being up front and being, you know, expressing yourself, right? No matter who you are on the either side, it may hurt at the beginning, but then you can say, well, you know, at least they told me the truth. And it's out there. It's yeah. out there now. And then you can start saying like, well, if they told me the truth, is there something I can actually take from this? Mm-hmm. You know. So I think it's just better to, I think the relationship can can move further with the truth opposed to you holding it in and then all of a sudden outbursts happen and and yeah I'm I'm definitely 
guilty of outbursts. <laughs> Definitely guilty of outbursts. And it only happened in like my relationships, which I'm glad I went through because, you know, I got to a point where I had to reevaluate who I was. And was like, yo, why are you so angry? What? And that was probably the most magical thing I could have asked myself. Why are you so angry? Mm-hmm. Why are you upset? Mm-hmm. And you just start unraveling and digging through, you know, issues and, um, but yeah, I think it's very important to get in the habit of expressing yourself because people don't know. Like people don't know. Like people don't know. People literally don't know. And if I think you're not that's willing the to educate people. So I don't mean to cut you off, but if you're not willing to educate people, you really don't care that you know you don't care that much if you're not willing to teach me how you want to be t- uh, treated. Say. Or or you like and, and like you don't care about yourself enough. Like you don't um, care enough about, and maybe you don't know your own standards. Which people like pleasers. That's something that is really hard. So like I get it, but it's like if you don't know your own standards, you don't know when those standards are not being met. So you don't know when to communicate them. You're just gonna piss yourself off. So it's like exactly like you said. Why am I angry? What yeah. expectation is not being met here? like what has not been communicated that needs to be communicated. And I think too, you, whenever, like you were saying, like when you choose to communicate those things, you allow the other person the opportunity to recognize if they can even meet your standards. Like I've had some friends who have had like expectations of me that in certain times of my life, I couldn't meet. And I unfortunately had to say like, Hey, at this time, like I just can't hold that much space for this relationship. So I have to take a step back, but like, those relationships I'm talking about too specifically, like now we are friends because now I can pour that into the relationship. But if we hadn't had that conversation and they just cut me off or I cut them off because they were too much expecting too much, like we wouldn't be where we are. Right. It, it definitely is a great way to keep relationships flowing, at least in a good direction. And leveling up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be rocky at first, but I think, yeah, just sharing who you are shouldn't be a negative. And if it is, then obviously it wasn't meant to be. Yes, it's not your person. Exactly. Yes, exactly. What are some green flags? How do you know that like, this is your bitch, this is your bestie, like this is a (laughs) lifer? How do you know? (laughs) This is the homie, this is the homie. Um, (laughs) So one green flag I think you should look for in, in a new relationship uh, especially when you're you're trying to also create a new circle you know you want to be surrounded around people that are adding to your life um but one is is telling people bad news or, or going telling people bad news or telling people about negative things in your life and they're genuinely interested and in, in care about what's going on for you but also aren't secretly like happy that the negative thing is happening you know, and yes, I think the undercover that. hater, <laughs> undercover hater. So I think it's very important to be able to have a circle or have people around you that can, that you can call up during bad times and know, like, I'm going to feel better from this. I know they're going to put me on a, a, a better path or just know, like, yeah, I can, I can talk to these people, be genuine. They'll hear me out and they may not have answers, but at least this is off my chest. And I think it's very important to find people that are are able to do that because that's a tough ability to find you know a lot of people are judgmental a lot of people don't want to be affiliated with different people Mm -hmm. uh, or like things that are out of the box out of the norm 
depending on uh, the relationship. And, you know, in today's society, it's hard to actually cultivate relationships that are deep. Yes. A lot of my friends yeah. are still friends I had in high school, middle school, elementary, mm-hmm. you know, one of my closest friends I met in middle school, you know, so it's like, in today's day, you, you have to be aware and be mindful of how that feels mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to share some negative stuff. Let me see what this is like. Are they giving me attention? Are they kind of like, quit being a bitch, you know, move on. Like, you know, I don't have time for this. You know, you want to be able to be aware, like, oh, these people don't give a fuck. Yes, exactly. This isn't yeah. what it is. So have you had experiences with that or what are your thoughts on that? Of course, of course. And I think a lot, I think of like, especially like being like the, <laughs> the therapist friend, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. really hard for me to find people that like I can come to and talk about versus like a lot of I'm the one that people are coming to and talk about. And I feel like, you know, like all my friends that I've had, I feel like I can talk to them about it, but it's like, you know, just like you said, like, what is their response? And like, there are some friends that there are some people that like can only meet you at the level that they've met themselves. And so I have found that like a lot of the times like in the past, when I try to like talk to friends, they're like very quick to like rush me out of my discomfort instead of like sitting with me in my discomfort. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, oh, like, yeah, but like, you'll feel better when this, or it'll get better when this. And they're just trying to rush me versus Mm -hmm. like sitting with me and asking me like, damn, like, how is that hard for you? Like what, like, how is that showing up in your life that like has been hard for you? Obviously not in those words, but like the friends who are really willing to sit with you in that discomfort and your, whenever you're experiencing those uncomfortable emotions, it doesn't make them uncomfortable. Knowing you can call up somebody and you know that just talking to them or just being in their presence is going to help you move through that discomfort. Right. And I think um, something we discuss often is just having awareness. Right. So knowing like after often when I'm doing my venting sessions towards the end of the session, I just realize, okay, I'm just talking Mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. By that point, I say, okay, yeah, I'm just venting at this point. Like everything I said, I'm saying is very weak to the journey you know it's just not that heavy so mm-hmm. obviously I just need to get this out there because this is just I needed to hear it too mm-hmm. in order to get get uh to move forward from it mm-hmm. and, and uh but yeah still just having those people that are aware like okay this person just needs to say some things and I'm going to listen to it and then being aware all right they're not looking for solutions they just want me to yes. you know maybe have some thoughts you know, yes yeah thoughts on this and, yeah. and just being at that level of transparency of you know that relationship I think uh it's very important to be able to find people like that and if you're not able to express yourself you're going to find other avenues to do it um some are positive some are negative but I think it's very crucial to because I only have like one person I can really just call and do that to mm-hmm and we're going to see eye to eye because we kind of go through the same journey at the same time. But luckily I I also can express myself through creativity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can find a funny way to write my problems out that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be able to express that to someone 
that can, you know, receive it and really just navigate through it the way it needs to be navigated through. I think you're right. It's just finding like those people that you know that you can go to that are going to get you what you need. And mm -hmm. like you were saying, just like the light shit in life, but like, you know, I've gone through, we all have, but like, you know, the heavy shit that I've really gone through in life, I have found like a solid couple people that like, I know I can come to, and I know that they're going to do and say exactly what I need. And sometimes, and you know, and this is too for the listeners, if you're a friend who, like, if somebody comes to you and you want to support them through a difficult time, but you just don't know how, you don't know what to say, like, just being in that presence and allowing them to debrief and process that situation with you is sometimes all that they need but if they do need something it's literally I remember one time my best friend going through some really tough shit she listened to me talk probably for like 20 minutes straight ugly crying on FaceTime and all she said was like damn like how can I support you through this like what do you need from me and that was yeah. like so like whoa like I nothing like, right, okay. right. Like, that's all we need. <laughs> exactly it was so powerful so like if you're a person who you want to support your friend like you want to be there for them through those downs you want you want your friend to know that you want to be there for them I think that is like the most beautiful question is like how can I support you through this what do you need from me I think those are really really powerful words yeah, I think also what you can do in those situations is being grateful. Um, something I started doing, opposed to saying like, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. I'm just like, I, I appreciate you sharing that, you know? I, yes. It took <laughs> a lot of courage. And I think that's more of a positive way to take negative situations. Because um, mm -hmm. life happens, and I just don't believe you have to be sorry about life. Even <laughs> when like the positive things like, oh, you don't call someone back or get back. Sorry. I appreciate your patience, mm -hmm, but I'm not exactly. going to apologize for how busy I was, Yeah, you know? but uh, I appreciate your patience. I do appreciate yeah. it. But so like when people come to me with bad things, I'm always just like, well, thank you for sharing. Um, You know, I'm trying to process everything you, you took in. I yeah. don't think you need to answer a solution from me at this time, but yes. yeah. I, I hope you're going, I hope it goes well for you, yeah. for sure. you know, and just, I think you can get, you can just be very positive and simple. You don't have to really do much. And then obviously maybe end it with like, a, if there's anything I can do, let yeah. me know, you know, yeah. and I think that's enough right there. Just yeah. keeping it simple. Unless you know, exactly. Unless, you know, they actually want the solution because they'll like, let you yes, know. Yes, are asking doing. for it. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. I really like that you said, um, instead of saying, I'm sorry that happened, I appreciate you sharing that because that feels so safe. Like mm -hmm. that, like mm -hmm. when you hear that and it, and you're the one going through a difficult time, like it makes you feel like this person cares, like this person yeah. wants to know what's going on and that it does nothing, but just like build the trust, elevate the relationship and create the space for both of y'all now, when you're experiencing something heavy again, or in the future, like you guys have that appreciation of thank you for sharing that with me. Like now we have a deeper connection. Like I know more about you and you trust me to help you through, you trusted me with this information and you trusted me to help you through it. So I right. love that. I love that one. No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What's another green flag you got? A uh, green flag. Another green flag is finding people that are willing to win with you and not win against you. Oh, 
I just okay. fucking came up with that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that shit hit. That shit hit. That win with you and not win against you. Yes. Yeah. So like you want to be able to be around people that are legitimately going to be happy with your wins because they're winning too. Like yeah. I ain't got like yeah, keep winning. I don't I don't have any issues with your wins because I'm winning, you know, yes. and I want you to be happy about my wins. But yes. being around people that are genuinely happy to hear you succeed. Mm-hmm. genuinely rooting for your team rooting for every success you have because those are the people that are again able to be there on the low times you know you just want to keep that consistent because they're both pretty similar low mm-hmm. times and high times are pretty similar they're both events that come and go yes so, and you find uh, out your real true friends in those times right exactly and you want someone sturdy enough to know i'm gonna tell them about my success they're gonna cheer me up Um, they're going to be happy for me and they won't low-key hate about it you know like you know they're not going to be like damn I can't believe this dude's still going you Mm -hmm. know damn I can't believe he another good thing happened to you Mm -hmm. oh it's so it's so easy for you bro like type shit yes oh you're so lucky (laughs) yeah you're so lucky I'll punch you in the throat yeah oh I'm lucky (laughs) that I've been depressed for the last five years (laughs) i'm lucky thank you you know just uh you know even with like i'm hesitant to put fitness stuff out there because i've heard it so many times like oh your genetics blah 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 you know it's easy for you i'm like bro you are not here 24 7 when i'm feeling like shit for ordering a pizza like yes i just care a lot you know i just really fucking care yeah but you know that's neither here nor there but it's just you gotta be able to share that information with people without feeling like without feeling like you're trying to step on their shit yes yeah like trying to if honestly I think that is key if you feel like you're bragging to someone if they make you feel like you're bragging not right yeah no so it's like okay and and they can be cool with you that's just something you don't share with them anymore yes you don't necessarily have to cut ties you just distance yourself from letting people know like those w's yeah uh but yeah someone that's genuinely happy you win yeah able to take that information in and cheer with you and then you being able to do that for others as well i think that's important um because you you may not even know you're a low-key hater you know and that is so true and i I was about to say that i think it can be really really difficult to be happy for people when you're not Mm -hmm. winning it's really easy to be happy for people when you're winning too you got your own shit going on but when you're not winning, that's when it's really, really hard to be happy for people. And so when, and I'm not saying like, you know, thinking about when your friends are down and your friends are up, but of course, like, you know, when your friend's like not doing great in life and sometimes you have that resistance or hesitation to like share those wins with them. But whenever you do and like, they can just truly and genuinely be so happy for you. Like that level of encouragement and support is like, unmatched because I know I have personally been in the other side of it of like I haven't been happy with like these certain areas of my life and I'm seeing my friends and like thrive in those areas of their life and like I have had to check myself and like Mm -hmm. say you know what like let me be fucking happy for them and then also with that like what is that friend doing that I can emulate because I I want that if you're feeling Mm -hmm. jealous of a friend that is that is 
a really, really good um, piece to take a good look at and think about like, why am I jealous? Like, what is it that this person has that I want? And then using that as inspiration, what are they doing that I can do to get that? And it's your friend. So ask them, like, ask them, like, Hey, you're really successful in this area of your life. Or like, I see this is really going well. Like, do you think that you can help me? Or like, what can I do to, to get to that level? I've done that so many times with friends, especially whenever it comes to fitness and especially when it comes to like, um, I don't even want to say like entrepreneurship, but you know, just like doing life you know what I mean just like life shit of like hey your finances like you're on that shit like how did you get there what did you do to get there so instead of seeing your friends winning as like jealousy see it as inspiration truly yeah I think uh also again the word awareness Mm -hmm. um I find myself and it's probably when I'm losing like you said you know it's hard to to feel good for when winners when you're losing or down and I I tend to not receive winners as well as I can because like I'm it's probably like a comparison thing. Mm-hmm. It come also probably stems from my childhood, which I I you know I, I just haven't searched that deep on why I do certain things. Not but yet. I'm aware to the point where I'm like, dude, let them win. Mm-hmm. You no, know, like it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. What it they has do, nothing, nothing to do with, do with you. you. Exactly. Why are you feeling this way? Yeah. they're allowed to win keep scrolling yeah. you know like just keep going don't feel that way it's yes just... so I think enough training and then learning actually about yourself will you know better that but you know a lot of the negative things I do I'm really self-aware about and cr- try to correct it as much as possible because mm-hmm. you know we're human we're, we're not perfect and our natural instincts arise and I think it's important for us to realize oh that's a pretty piece of shit natural instinct Mm -hmm. let me put out the energy i needed to in that moment and Mm -hmm. just try to keep getting better um Mm -hmm. but yeah i think it's 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 important to be able to win share both share the ups and share the downs like both of those are equally as important because i mean like i said like those two moments are when you gonna find out who your real friends are Truly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another way I feel like the low key undercover hater comes out is like when you're always following up with your friends on things and they are never following up with you. Like they don't even prompt you or like want to initiate a conversation for you to talk positively about yourself. Like I've noticed in the past, like I'll be hanging out with people and I'm like, oh, last time we hung out, like you said like you started this new job, like how is it going? And I, I, I love to give people the space to talk their shit and like yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, build their confidence because like, that's who I, I want my friends to be the best person that they can. And that's being confident in themselves. And then it's like, you know, they have all this space to like talk about themselves. And then it's like, not that I'm expecting them to ask me in return. That's never it. But it's like, if you're never asking me about myself, like, do we really care? Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of goes back to like, maybe don't put it just on your friends. Like, are you sharing your wins because you're looking for your friend's validation Mm. and you're looking for like that praise and positive reinforcement? Are you genuinely just sharing a win? Because the way that you're give like you're putting out the energy with the wins that you're talking about is also going to affect the way that people are going to respond to it. So of course it always goes back to self-awareness, but Because I, uh, yes. when I did the pivot podcast, I only told 
maybe one couple of friends. And uh, I didn't tell, I, I never bring it up, like, unless it, it it's a story, but I have friends that I would not bring it up to mm-hmm. and they would bring it up. So I was like, and all I would say is like, yeah, man, I just, I know a couple of guys, they referred me and, you know, I got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, man, how'd you, how'd you do that? It's like, man, I just was nice to a guy one time. <laughs> he's willing to be nice back this to me. This shit just happens to me. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it was like, it, it'd be the friend's. Yeah. So, you know, you just know who you're around. You just know. You can feel it. And of yeah. course, it always comes out with like, oh, how's that little job going? Oh, how's that little relationship going? Like, oh, and then too, whenever you do talk about the wins, take note of how the person, like what pieces of your story is the person picking out? Like if they mm-hmm. are amplifying maybe just some like cons that you're talking about or some setbacks you have versus the wins or helping you find solutions to the things you're having setbacks about that's Mm -hmm. really good like way to recognize those red and green flags too absolutely absolutely i think it's uh it's easy to pick up on on the the signs so Mm -hmm. you just have to kind of be aware and and you can feel be aware it. How you feel. Exactly. Be aware like of how your you feel. Your intention will tell you if somebody genuinely is is like a stan, truly. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh yeah, it gets simpler. Yeah. You know, you, you just start getting very very sensitive to it. You're just mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for right. showing. Thank you for showing your colors. Yeah. It is a true friend. Like if it is a like for lifer, like they are going to hold you accountable to being your best self. Like right. period, point blank. Of course, there are friends who do it with shame and judgment. And like personally for me, that was more like family, like holding me accountable. That was like making me feel bad or just like not like saying it in the most positive ways versus like those friends who hold you accountable but like they make you feel empowered to change their choices and like they might let you sit in like the little complaining phase for a little bit but then like you said they're like okay no let's get on our shit like you're worth it like you deserve like I and I think that too is like friends who like green flags is like friends who see and just always remind you of your potential I think that that for me and like especially like if you're talking to your friends about like oh yeah like I'm doing this I'm doing that like this is my goal and then for them to like respond back and like you can do it like I know you can like you have it like that positive encouragement and motivation I think is like unmatched whenever it comes to a friendship because going back to like the hater like like a hater is not going to want to see you succeed they're not going to empower you they're not going to make you feel confident to do those higher level things and a lot of the times that comes from internal insecurities but that's a whole nother story for later but those (laughs) friends who like genuinely like are on your level have like so much love for you and like see that potential that they're going to do and say what they need to to keep you on the up and up for yourself I think those are the rock solid friends Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel the same. And, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect at first, but I think it's just learning the the techniques on both sides to be becoming a, a green lighter opposed to a red lighter. Yeah, for sure. So what are like some ways, like what are some things that you do whenever 
like you are recognizing these different flags. So like maybe you just met someone, maybe you've known them for a little bit, you're reconnecting with them, like whatever the situation may be, whenever these red and green flags start to come up, how do you decide what to do with that relationship? Uh, so it really just comes down to distance and energy output. You know, it, it's pretty, it's like as simple as that. It's yep, simple. You know, it's like, okay. I, Cause at this point I have my groups of friends. I have my circles. I don't really need to add more people to it. So it's not like, oh, I need this person to be my friend or, oh, I don't need a friend. So I will say like, I'm just okay with not being cool with people. And I'm okay with being cool with people that are in my same energy flow, mm-hmm. but Usually when I see a complainer or I feel like someone's lying and just full of shit, I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, we're not going to be kicking it after this. And yeah. if I do make a real solid connection with someone, I end up seeing them again down the road or we just get closer as friends and go from there. So it's just about being okay with not having to have, being okay with not being everyone's friend. Yes. Uh, I, learned that, I learned that late, you know, and I think that's where a lot of peace started coming my way when I was just like, okay, yeah, this is just a person I'm not going to be seeing anymore. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. don't care uh, how cool they are. I really stopped giving a fuck about what people were on. Like mm-hmm. when people mm-hmm. are talking too much, like I did this, I did that. This is my, I met this person. I'm like, yo. Like, fuck what you're talking about. Who are you? I don't give a fuck. How are you going to treat me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't care. Like I've done cool shit too, bro. literally everybody's out here doing bullshit like what makes you a good person like why should i spend my time and energy on you yeah so honestly people just made it easier so i would say just being more aware and just not necessarily cutting people off but just understanding the amount of energy you you need to give yes yeah i always say like at any point in time any person like in your life you are allowed to promote or demote yeah based on how they treat you and based on how you feel about them period Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I love it I love it I love it let's have a good episode hopefully you know hearing these red and green flags can help you maybe take maybe inspire you and encourage you to take a look at your circle see who you're spending your time and energy on see how see how and where these people are putting their time and energy into you and promoting and demoting accordingly so that you can be your best self right and some homework for you definitely Mm -hmm. start trying to be more aware about your situations don't just don't just go into situations feel bad and not even understand why you're feeling bad yeah you start feeling bad in a relationship start asking yourself why do i feel bad oh it's because of x y and z yeah how do i I get rid of x y and z so on and so forth so just start analyzing your situations and uh, don't be afraid to overthink sometimes, but, you know, just know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Feeling a certain mm-hmm. way, it's probably a reason. There's a reason why. So definitely yeah. just start being more aware and more intentional with your feelings. Yep. 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 I love it. Well, sounds good, y'all. See you guys next week. Have a beautiful week and we'll catch you in the next episode. The Awaken Podcast. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Oh, wait, I don't want to end the meeting. I just want to say.